0: Today's talk discusses is Bikur for someone who you made a on. You know, can't give him an o, maybe you can't get enough from him. Can you do Bikur Uh and Then we uh, differentiate standing or sitting while doing Bikur Choylem. Seven things that were created before the world was created. We discussed the machloikes of Koirach and that hole that opened up and swallowed him. And how Bikur Cholim has no shear. What does it mean there's no shear for Bikur Cholim? We'll begin with a new mission that tells us that if someone makes Hana, makes another Hana on his friend, and then his friend comes into Bikur Cholim to visit him, he's allowed to stand, but he's not allowed to sit. He's also allowed to heal him Rifue's Nefesh, but not Rifue's Mammon. We're going to explain this in the Gemara. Now, what are we talking about? Whose Hana is also on who? If it's the visitor's nachasim who are usur on the sick person, he should be allowed to sit as well. He's allowed to get Hana from the person who he's visiting, so why can't he sit? But if the sick person's if his possessions are usur on the one who is visiting, then why is he even allowed to stand? Even just walking into his house is a form of hanah. Just a drisas regal should be usur. So we have two answers from Shmuel and Ula. Shmuel tells us that that the case is that the choyle is not allowed to get hanov from the visitor. So why can't he sit down? Because this is a place where, in this city, they would pay people to come in and sit to visit sick people, but they wouldn't pay people to come in and stand to be Mivakar Khila. The Gemara says, what makes you say that that is the case? That's very specific. So the Gemara explains that we're trying to teach you a new halacha, that even in a place where they pay people to do bigger choilem, you can charge for the sitting, visiting, but not for the standing. Alternatively, we could say that this is the case because of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochim, who says that we have a gezerah, that maybe if the guy sits, he's going to stick around too long and end up giving hana for his visit. And we're talking about a case where the choileh is not allowed to be getting hana. Forget about getting paid for it. There would actually be a transference of Ida Ula gives us a separate answer that our case is where the Mevaker is not allowed to get Hanah from the Chayla. And this form of Biko that he's doing is not actually giving him Then Rather, the, the Neder that the Chayla made or the Neder that answered the Chayla's property didn't include giving him Chiyos. Therefore he's allowed to come and give him Chiyus by visiting. He just can't get other Hanas. The Gemara says, if that's so, then why can't he sit and give him Chius? Because he can't since he is able to give him this Chyus and do the Biker Khilim while standing, that extra Yeshiva is that chair that he's that seat that he's taking is getting an extra hanah from the Khilah. So now the Gemara asks, our Mishnah told us that if the person who the Nedu was made on gets sick, so you're allowed to go and visit him. But if his son gets sick, you can't visit his son. You're only allowed, but you still are allowed to visit him in, uh, ask about him in the market just to see how he's doing. But you're not actually go and visit the son. Now, according to Ula, that makes sense. He was saying the case was where the guy who's visiting is not allowed to get Hana from the chayla. We're just talking about where offering chios was not part of the nether. So I'm not allowed to go in and visit your son because then I'd be getting anah from the Jewish house at Regal of going into your house. But according to Shmuel, he said that the choyle is the one that's not allowed to get Hana. So what's the difference if he's the one that got sick or if his son got sick? Either way, he's not getting hana from just standing there. It has to be the case where the choyle stuff was usur on the visitor. And this is a cash on Shmuel. So Shmuel would answer, our mission is talking about a case where... The chayla is the one that's not allowed to get hana from the visitor. And the b'raisa is talking about a case where the visitor is not allowed to get hana from the chayla. Two different cases. And the now is going different directions. The gemara says, okay, how do you know that our, our mission is talking about where the chayla is the one that's not allowed to get hana? So Rubber brings down from Shmuel that our mission actually has an internal question. Because why are you allowed to stand but not sit? Elamai, it must be that the issue is that the guy who is visiting has the iser Hana. His property is user to the chayla. The guy who's visiting actually has no issue getting hana from the home which he's visiting. That's why Abminster was trying to figure out why should there be any difference between sitting and standing. Either way, he has no iserhana. Next, rash Lakish asks, where do we see a remez for biko chayla in the tyra? And he says, we have the prostitute in kemois kol Odom, Yemuson Elo, of that's called Odom. And Rava says, we see from here, that Moshe Rabbeinu was talking about the Adas Kairach. And he was saying that if they die like regular people, and people, and they're bedridden, and people come to visit them, then you know that they were right. But if they die in some crazy, horrific way, then they were wrong. But you see, the way he described normal, sick people, it involves people coming and visiting them. If that would happen to Adas Das Kairach, then people would say, Le Hashem No, Das Kairach, was, we're tinying that Moshe Rabbeinu was making it up himself. Now, once we're talking about it, Das Kairach, Rova has a drasha. He learns from the Pesach of Brio Yivra Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu said over there. He was saying that if the Rabboni Shlalem has already created Gehenim, then great. Then we have a place for Kairach to go retire. If not, then Hashem should create it now. The Gemara says, wait, of course, Gahanim had already been created. Rose Major was saying the Bryce says there were seven things that were created before the world was created. And that list includes Tyra, Shuva, Eden. number four is Gehenim, five is the Kisa Kovit, and six is the Besat Mikdash, seventh is the name of Mashiach, or the unique character traits of Mashiach. We know that Tyra was created before the before the world was created, before because the pasuk says Hashem Konani raishis darkoi, chuva from the Pasuk Biterem, Haram Yuloduvatoil. And it says, "Teishiv en Ashadako Gan Eden." We learn from the pasuk of Aytas, "Shemalakim Gan Eden Gan Beedem Mikedem Gehenim." We know was created before the world was created from the pasuk, "Ki Oruch Me Asmal Tpode Atifta." Uh, the kisei kavod we learn from the pasuk, "Nochin Kesachom Me from way back then. The besamekdash from the pasuk, "Kisei Kavod Moraim May Rishoyin." And we learn from the Passog. But bottom line is, you see, Gehenim had been created a long time ago. Why was Moshe was saying, if Hashem had created Gehenim, we know it was created before the world. Rather, what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying was, if the mouth of, crea- of the Gehenim has been created, then great. If not, Hashem c- should create a mouth for Gehenim now. Aye, the Pasuk says, ko everything has already been created. The mouth of Gehenim was created with the rest of the creation. Once Hashem created the world, he, he, he didn't create new things afterwards. Everything's already... Barava <laughs> Oimed. What Shemina was saying was that if the mouth of Gehenim isn't in our camp over here, where Adas Kairach is, then Hashem should bring it here to swallow them up. Next, Rav has another Joshua. Some say it was Rav Yitzchak. The Pesach says, Shemash Yureach Omad Zivula. That during the... With Kairach the sun and the moon stood in Zevula, which is a very it's a higher level of Shemayim. And the Gemara asks, "Well, hang on, what what, what were they doing up there?" The Shemayim arts were set up in the Rakia level of Shemayim, not in Zevula. So the Gemara darshins that and actually went up there and they told their Rabbanu "If you take care of Moshe Rabbeinu and give him the proper judgment against Kairach, then we'll continue shi- shining. Otherwise, we're on strike and we're not shining anymore." Before I bring bring down that the dafka went up to Zvula because that's where the base of Miktosh shal, is, and Karak was tining that he should have the the Kohen in the base of Miktosh. In any event, Hashem responded to the sun of the moon by throwing arrows and projectiles at them, and he said, every single day, since you know a few years into creation, mankind has been bowing to you guys, the sun and the moon, doing a vaydezara, and you had no issue. Continuing your avoida You continued shining, even though they were big over the You didn't make a macho then for my covet, but now for Moshe Beno, you're going to make a macho. For a boss of a dumb? From that day on, every day, there are arrows and missiles shot at them. As they continue shining, we see that in the Pasuk Laor, chitzecho Now finally, the Gemara tells us that B'kecholim has no sheer. What does that mean? There's no shear. So we have a different different options. Rabbi have thought to say that there's no shear for the schar of biko but Rabbi tells him no mitzvah has a shear for its schar. The Mishnah tells us you have to be careful with every single mitzvah, the light ones and the chomer ones, because you never know the schar of mitzvahs. So what are you telling me that there's no shear for the schar of dafka biko So Rabbi tells us rather a different answer that even a gadol should do biko for a katan. There's no unlike by Hashavah where there's a certain kavod. If, if a Tamachacham finds a basketball, maybe he shouldn't be walking through the streets carrying a, a dirty basketball. Uh, but a Tamachacham can put on a, a clown nose and go visit kids in the hospital, and that's not a bizayan of his kavod. There's no sheer for that. Ravad tells us a different answer that even 100 times in one day, a person can continue doing bikr chaylam. There's no sheer for that. Rev. Ahabar Chanina tells us that anyone who does Bikor Choylem, he visits a sick person, he takes one-sixtieth of his tsar away. So they told him, hang on, that's a great idea. Why doesn't why don't we take sixty people, walk into every six, sick person's room, and they'll be healed. They'll get up. So Rev. Ahabar Chanina said, it's not that simple. There are two reasons why that won't work. Number one, it's it's not that he takes away a sixtieth every time. He takes away, like the, the Isser of the Be'er Rebbe, where it's a 60th of whatever's remaining. So yes, every time it gets less, but after the first 60th, you take a 60th of what's remaining after that. The other reason why it wouldn't necessarily work is that the only people that can take away a 60th are someone who's a Ben-Giloy, the same age as the sick person. The younger person, older person. What's the 60th of the Bay Rebbe? There's a price that says, that Rebbe said that the daughters get the Yerusha. They are fed off of the property of the brothers they take a tenth of the Nechassim. So they told Rebbe hang on, according to you, if there are ten daughters then the son's not going to get anything. If there are eleven daughters, the eleventh daughter won't get anything. So Rebbe said "No, no, no." the first one takes a tenth of the inheritance the second one takes a tenth of whatever's left of that 90%. The third one takes a tenth of that, fourth one takes a tenth of that, etc, etc. There's always going to be something left over. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.